Hello and welcome to Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from Ben Townsend Music. I'm joined, as always, by Sam Townsend from samtownsendmusic.pe. Dot P-E, that's easy. Dot physical education. That's right. Exercise, exercise, exercise. It's good for your physical health and your mental health. For exercise, for exercise, for exercise. As uh, I believe Julius Caesar said. That's what they say on ships when they're just doing it for, for the purposes of exercise. What kind of ships? Cruise ships, that kind of thing. Who says it? The announcer. So they do like a drill so that people don't react. They say for exercise, for exercise, for exercise. What kind of drill? What kind of, I was really Safety doing, I, drills. I want to drill into this. Safety drills. Why do they say for exercise? Because it's just for exercise purposes, so they're practicing. Oh, so it's not actually for... It's not for physical exercise. No, it's an exercise more it's an in exercise like... exercise in safety. Yeah. In procedure. What? Surely it would will. be more clear if they said for demonstration purposes, for demonstration purposes, for demonstration purposes. Yeah, I know, but they're long... But it's not a demonstration. It's, it's a not action. a demonstration, it's an exercise. Yeah. Well, it's... Uh, it's so hang on, who, didn't, but... some, didn't someone else say uh, something about an exercise? Yeah, yes, they did. Uh, Johnny Boy. Good old Johnny boy. Well done. Good old Johnny. Now, anyway, it wasn't physical exercise. Uh, Peru? Peru. Bosh. Now, I chose that one for a, uh, a raison. Ah, yes, indeed. Big news. Uh, Chartable have uh, informed me that universally speaking... And me. The red, uh, well, Chartable informed me. I informed you. That's true. That universally speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast is the 13th most popular music podcast in Peru. Peru. Of all places. So, we are relatively big in Peru. If you are so, in Peru and listening... Yes, if you are in Peru and listening, thank you very much. Please get in touch. Tell us how you found us. What you enjoy about the show. We'd love to hear from you. I'm shocked there's so many Peruvians listening. But I don't know why I'm shocked. I, and if you are Norberto Nobby Solano, the oh, uh, famous great. Peruvian footballer who plied his trade at Newcastle for many years... Please get in touch, Nobby. You can even come on if you like. Yeah, he's more than welcome. He's yeah. absolutely more than welcome. Now, are we playing that game that you invented? Yes. Yeah, so did I do one last time? No, every time. You've forgotten twice in a row. Shit. Okay, I will think of something. Okay, have you thought of something? I've thought of something. I've thought of something. All right, then. So, here we go. Let's get into this week's episode. We're recording on the... 18th of June 2021. Juan 18. A big day because in an hour and 25 minutes, England kick off against Scotland yes. in Euro 2020, played in 2021. They do indeed. Only the second time these two great countries have met in a major tournament. And of course, we all know what happened at the first meeting. We do. It was Euro 96. It was at Wembley. I was 19. I was loving it. I was on the Carlsberg ice. It was Gaza. It was Gaza, it was uh, Shearer, chair, it was Teddy, it was Anderton. Anderton, it was all the players who, it was all the players who played in Euro 1996, yeah. yes. but what a time to be alive that was. I call it Euro 96. Yeah, as do I. Mm. My best friend, aside from you of course, sure. um, claims that that was the, height, the high point of his life. Who is your best friend? Um, well, he's one of my best friends. Sure. Um, yes, he said that was the high point of his life. I'm sure if his wife listens to this podcast, she might mind now. Because well, he is married to, to his wife. Well, he's married to his new high point. Yeah, and he's got four children. So Four high points. He doesn't claim that there's a new high point past 96. No, just different high points. No, that was the high point. That was the high point. <laughs> Fine. All right, let's get into it then, shall we? 
Well, we might actually give him a chance to come on and defend himself. I, I don't think he will. I don't think he's got a leg to stand. He has, I, I know. He's got two. I saw him earlier. No, the, today we are doing an episode called the Red Hot Answer Session. Red Hot Answer Peppers. Mm, absolutely. Uh, we invited questions in on Twitter. We are going to go through some of the ones that we got. Thank you, everyone who got involved. Thank you, everybody. Thank you very much. And we'll do our best to answer them. So, I'm going to slip in a little bit of their red hot, and then we'll move on to question one. Here we go then, question one. In from Silly Goose, who said he hadn't tuned in for a while. Yeah, Goose, why not? But he will now. Oh, good. Thanks, so thanks, Goose. Thank you, Goose. Silly or otherwise, this Goose asks this question. Oh, or does he? Well, I didn't write down the question. <laughs> <laughs> just, just wrote down my answer. Yes. Hold on. I'll tell <laughs> So, Silly says, Mr. Goose, don't you wish the band had struck a deal or arrangement where Josh stayed in a supporting role creatively and live, similar to the Stadium Arcadia Mirror? Also, what's a Josh song that you really wish they kept on the set lists? What's your thoughts about about keeping John coming on. back and keeping and asking jo- Josh to stay on? Well, I, I just don't think it it was ever viable. It makes me feel uncomfortable thinking about it, given oh, given how what happened happened. Yeah, well, I just yes, of course, those of us who loved the Josh era and hold him in high regard for what he's done for the band we'd love for him to have been able to stay on and be involved however with John coming back I just don't think it was ever going to happen you're passionate early I slightly disagree with you for those who are passionate about the Josh era mm. or like the Josh era as I do I won't say mm. I'm completely passionate about it oh definitely not um, I, I don't think I, I don't you want think, him cut loose no I don't want him cut loose I, I don't run think, free run free young Josh I don't think for his, just for him, I don't feel, I felt it would have been compromising is not the right word, but to be asked to step um, it back. It would have undermined him. Yeah, yeah. And he was, un- he was undermined anyway. He was, be, he was undermidden. If that's the word he was. But to be, to say essentially we're going to relegate you to second guitarist. Yeah. No, it's never going to happen. It's not doable, is he it? He is better than that. Yeah, he absolutely is. He's and a- he's more than that and he's, you know, he's already proving it with what he's doing outside of the band now. So, yes, I, in some ways it would have been nice and it would have been... If, if the whole thing had been handled differently mm. and there had been a conversation with Josh involving John and the whole, the whole band mm. and they were saying, even then it's going to be difficult, but there was a conversation that said, John would really like to come back. Can, do, you guys feel, do you feel that you could work with John? Yeah. And, but even then... We will only let John back in. If, if you, you are happy to work with him, but you are our guitarist. Actually, I think that's, that's not what John, John wouldn't have gone for that. No, I know. And that's so what's the conversation John? John that John's was, just playing his... Yeah, his, that would uh, never have happened. But that realistically John's is, is the conversation you should have with, your, with the guitarist in your band. The conversation they had was, John wants to come back, you're out. Yeah. The conversation, if you're going to have that, would have, I would have liked to have seen is, do you guys want to be... There's, now we're going to have two guitarists in the band. And we must tread carefully... Because we would love to have John on the show. Oh, absolutely. And Josh. Uh, yeah, together. 
Yes. Uh, John in support of Josh and vice versa. We'll let them talk and the other one talks more quietly. It, it could be a McQueen Redford, uh, McQueen Newman deal. The Towering Inferno poster, yeah. I believe they you're referring to. They both have to. to say the exact same number of words in the interview. And on the poster, on the, uh, on the Instagram thing for that episode, I have to have uh, one name higher than the other, mm. but the one that's lower goes on the right-hand side that's of right. the poster so that it both appear to come first. That's f- for fact fans. I'm sure we've talked about that before. We but have. That that, did but happen. that is a fact. Um, and that will happen when they both come on the show together. Yeah, that's how we'll introduce them. Mm. Paul, uh, Paul Newman and Steve McQueen. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations on your new film, The Towering Inferno. Well, we'd love to have both of those men on, but unfortunately they're both dead. Both passed on, both good men. Have you seen The Towering Inferno? Many years ago. It's well worth a watch. Me and Vanessa watched it I've as part it. of the 50-50 Film Club. Mm. And I would say to anyone that hasn't seen it... It's well worth a watch. Do stick it on, yeah. Yeah, no, by all means do. And if you were going to keep uh, a Josh song, one Josh song in current, in yeah, moving on... Well, I'll let you go sentence. first. What are you going to go I've for? I've got a few options. Okay, I've uh, got two. Okay. Well, I'll say, I'll give you my, my set, mm-hmm. and then uh, you give me your set, and then we'll start to whittle. Okay. I've got Dark Necessities. Okay, I'm fine. Okay. I've got The Getaway. I've got Police Station. Fine. I've got Meet Me at the Corner. Fine. And I have Monarchy of Roses. Fine. And I have Factory of Faith. Fine. Okay. <laughs> what have you got? I've got Factory of Faith and Happiness Loves Company. <laughs> <laughs> Happiness Loves Company? Yeah. No, come on. Uh, to I that to that. that one, I say this. I love it. I love it when they when Flea gets on the piano and they played that. It there. sounds great, but they're not lugging a piano around in the Frusciante era. You can do. You get one of those little ones. Oh yeah, Flea loves to play a little piano. He's a as we've already established. Piano. He has been for years. Okay, I'll whittle away. Okay, I'll whittle off Dark Necessities. Even yeah, though no. that would be a good one because yes. John can already play Can't Stop. Yeah, and to be fair, and I, <laughs> I will be fair, it <laughs> is you. a good song. I just felt it was a bit obvious. Oh, well, I'm sorry for being obvious yeah. again, brother. Yeah, no, you know. So. Yeah, I do know. Okay, so I've whittled off that. Yeah, fine. I'll... Good song though, and, and well worth a listen live. Good, out- good outro solo though. Um. I'm, yes. I'll whittle off Monarchy of Roses. Yeah, fair play. It's a good song. Uh, it's a good album opener. But whittle it away because... Oh, or do I want to, to whittle it off? I do yeah, like it. Yeah, whittle it off. Oh, it's whittled. Um, you whittle one off now. Yeah, okay. whittle off Happiness Loves Company. I'm gonna, yeah, <laughs> I've whittled <laughs> Happiness Loves Company, but only because of the piano issue. Okay. And I'll whittle off... I'll tell you what I'll whittle off. I think... Shall we we move swiftly on to what we're whittling off? (laughs) Yeah, okay. The one song that we both chose. I'll I'll whittle... So quickly whittle off a few more. I'll whittle on the getaway. Oh, I'm I'm whittling on Factory Factory of Faith. Factory of Faith, okay. Great song. I'm happy, very, very happy it's there. Because I did think about Meet Me at the Corner, because that's very John-esque, but maybe that's why I've whittled it off. And Police Station... Nice, nice. ...is a tremendous song. Yeah, so tr- oh, don't get me wrong, but this is not about you know whether it's a tremendous song. It's about it? how it's going to fit into the live situation with John back in the band. Right, I'll go for the Getaway, and you've got Factory of Faith. Uh, you can't go for the Getaway. It's too late. Already. I've done it. <laughs> okay, that's question one. Thank you very much to Silly Goose. Thanking you, sweet goosey boy.
In we come from a question from our man in the northeast, JJ Jack Fox, drum ambassador on this very show. If both of you could have guest featured on one Pepper song each, Ben on guitar, Sam on vocals, what song would it be? This includes either playing or singing the parts already there, or changing it and adding your own niche touch on it. Okay, I've got. Um, I think in my head, I've got a couple of options for this one. Have Go you got? On. Have you got thoughts? I have. I do have thoughts. Yes. Okay. One of my. Are your thoughts about this question? They, well, yes, some of them are. And other thoughts. Some of uh, other thoughts we will never delve into. Oh Christ, no! Dark thoughts. Dark, dark, <laughs> dark, and desperate thoughts. <laughs> um, yeah, one of mine is uh, the middle section of one big mob, which oh, yeah, is something oh, yeah. that ever since you first played uh, played one hot minute to me in Spain at um, Cipsella mm-hmm. on that particular holiday, that particular chessboard, if you will. Sure. The, one of the songs that grabbed me immediately was One Big Mob. And one of the sections that I loved straight away and love to this day is the whole, whole sweeping, you know, One Big Mob in One Big Home mm. section. Yeah. With all of the guitar effects that are going on. It's a real soundscape. And I would, I would not change what's there, but I would love just to have maybe been, been allowed to add one guitar track on top of that. It's so ethereal. It's so unearthly. And I would have just loved to have been, just to have been part of that. And at the time, my guitar playing had evolved from quite a raw sound early on, and I was embracing at the time a slightly more U two approach with quite a lot of chorus and delay and and that kind of feel. Mm. And um, I think that might have worked quite well on on that one big mob middle section. So that's one of my thoughts. You want in? I want in on one big mob. Fair play, fair play. Well, for me, I, I thought back to the early days, as you did, and as we've probably spoken about before, the first album that I ever listened to was Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Praise the Lord. Praise and the Lord! One of the first songs that I got truly passionate about on that album was I Could Have Lied. Mm. So I would have... At, Testify! I would have loved to have been... Obviously, you know, if you talk about I Could Have Lied, you, you end up talking about the recording of the whole album. Can of beans. But that's a can of beans. That's a can of worms. That song... No, he's singing into a can of beans. <laughs> that song... Okay, yes, of course. That song is so personal. You know, you feel the way it's recorded, the way it was executed. You feel like you're there. And to have been able to have taken part in that, get the swan out of there. Who needs the swan when you've got little Sammy T? Little Sammy T at the age of eleven. Yeah, I was. I'm a man of the nineties. I was eleven. No, I was. No, I was ten. There you go. Yeah, I was probably at nine when it was recorded. Mm. So, who knows? But I was a young. I was a a much younger man. A younger man, not fully developed. I was prepubescent. There must be something in the way (laughs) I feel. Bring him in. Court of light. <laughs> <laughs> but imagine that and imagine being part of seeing John play that solo. Yeah, that's you one know. thing that I really wish. I want to be there as that solo is brought out. Is brought yeah, into existence. and it was, it was one of the first chilly songs that I, you know, really seriously sang to and wanted to do a good job on. Mm. Um, so I, and we played it in the band, obviously. Oh, and I always loved playing because... We played it slightly more in style that the Chilies did when they occasionally played it live, which was amped up. As you, yeah. go, as you go into the, the, the choruses were amped up more, and as you go into the pre-solo oh, chorus, it goes yeah, it big. Yeah. Yeah. And especially the, the outro solo um, 
where it was huge. We do have yeah. a video of us playing that, which it transforms it really, you know, from an acoustic song to to something that can fill, you know, a, a big. It stress. can be an arena song, yeah. When you play it that way, yeah, it's it's a great tune. That's a good and choice. it's just, and and that I think is just credit to the song that it can go from being one thing. Even even over the course of the album track, it goes from being one thing to something slightly different with the introduction of the you know the, the big guitar sound yeah. or bigger guitar sound. But yeah, I mean, when they play it live, it's just unbelievable. And when we played it live, it was fantastic. Yeah, it was great fun. Well, sometimes the mark of a great song is that it can be interpreted and reinterpreted yeah. in many different ways because the core of the song is so strong. Yeah, yeah, just it's- a, just a wonderful song. And I would have loved to have you know been able to lay down. My take on it as a ten-year-old. As a ten-year-old, I think in order hello, to hello boys, in order to really learn to appreciate how to. The thing is, they, they'd had such a massive life experience by that point. So, in order to be able to sing that song with the passion that the Swan did, you'd, you'd have to have walked a mile in their shoes. And um, yeah, that's what I've got to say about that. Sure, sure. Okay, so my next choice is I would. So have... before you go any further, could you pass me a beer out of generic blue, please? Absolutely. I didn't want to interrupt you when you were making a point, but then you also almost interrupted yourself, which yes. is great news for me. Well, I had to because guess what? You just missed my saying. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. It wasn't even convincing, and I was smiling, so I couldn't stop myself smiling. Shitting hell! <laughs> yeah, get in there. First one I got past him. Lovely stuff. Uh, mate. Lovely stuff. That really has put the cat amongst the pages. <laughs> okay, so my next one for this question is Sir Psycho Sexy. And you just missed mine. What did you say? The cat? <laughs> oh, yeah! No! no! Oh, Come on! God! Oh, God. I'm thrilled with that. I've taken your joy and no! made it my own. Oh, I'm so disappointed. Whoop, whoop. Oh, God, to feel my bitter disappointment, you'd have to walk a mile in my shoes. <laughs> that really would put the cat amongst the pigeons. Okay, my next choice is Sir Psycho Sexy, the outro. Sure. Just to, add, just to have been involved with that guitar line in any way, I would have played a quiet little second guitar just tinkling along while John plays those masterful fills. Yeah, I just would have wanted to be part of that that outro it's it's one of my favorite pieces of red hot chili peppers music of all time we mustn't go into it in too much depth no you hate it because yeah i can't stand sir psycho sexy i hate the outro i don't like blood sugar sex magic no and there's no way on earth you would ever have wanted to be involved with it never never (laughs) (laughs) so uh what's your next one that's it i just chose one oh bosh you went okay my last one is the outro for easily the outro for easily I'd have wanted it to be one of those guitars on that multiple guitar attack. Yeah, just, sure. Just making stuff up as you go along. John's recorded a couple of passes already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sam tried, quietly tries to move his microphone, which keeps trying to sink down, so he's counterweighted it with a watering can. Yeah. Subtly tried to... Uh, the watering can is now swinging free. Um, yeah, John's done a couple of passes. He invites me to the studio and says, I'm going to play another pass on this. There's another lead guitar. Grab that Strat. Grab that Tele. Yeah. Whatever you want whichever, to play. Oh, grab whichever guitar you want to yeah. play. And, and by the way, afterwards you can keep it. Yep. And, um, and I'll, I'll sign it and I'll, I'll move in with you and live with you for the rest of your life. Bit weird, but yes. It'd be fantastic. <laughs> Fine. That would have been now. I'd love to have just joined John and done a pass on the outro of Easily. 
Yeah, sure. Can you just reread me Jack's question, please? Yeah, sure. Uh, if both of you could have guest featured on one Pepper song, each been on guitar, some yeah. vocals, there we go. Thank you. Thank you. Are you okay? Yeah. No, just have another look. Guest on one Pepper song. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I'm giving options. Okay. Well, in that case, I'll pick. Fine. Easily. Oh, he's, he'll pick easily, or yeah. you've picked easily. I'll pick easily. Fine. Fine, good. So, I'll pick the Psycho Sexy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll pick easily. No, he's picked easily. Yeah. So, I'll pick one big mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, I will pick easily. Yes, yes. I have picked easily. Yeah, good. Okay, coming out of whatever piece of music I may or may not have put just there, we have a question from Aidan Hampson. Now, Aidan is... A truly talented bass guitar player, bass guitar teacher, and bass guitar transcriber. I'm sure he does other things as well, but they're the ones that I know about. A god among men. A multi-hyphenate, and there's another word for that, and I've forgotten what it is. So, you know, hey-ho. Aidan says, which song does your gig placard beg the band to let you join on stage with them, and why? Easy. Great question. Are you going for easily? (laughs) Easily. No. Easy. Okay, what's your... Mine is Don't Forget Me. Ooh, and what are you doing? Playing the bass? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, it's, this again harks back to our days in, uh, in the lukewarm chilli peppers. Yeah. This was, Don't Forget Me was as, as close as we, as we ever got and as I ever felt to being in the real thing. Hmm. I used to go into a much more of a a trance state and a deeper place playing that song. Incredible song, fantastic to play live with you and the other lads. So to play it live with the lads would be, well, my God, you might not be able to get me back out of the trance. You'll be so deep. I might go too deep and never resurface. I might turn into Right Said Fred, but I'd hope not. That would be weird. No, but if you did, then we could have, I could have you on as... um... Well, I've got a skinhead. Yeah, you could be Richard Fairbass. What else do well, uh, uh, dare I ask? <laughs> <laughs> what else do I do with you then? <laughs> well, who, who knows? What else do I need to do to, to become Right Said Fred? Um, <laughs> and that's why I dare not ask. Okay, well, don't ask. No. Um, so you're just going, getting straight out there. Okay, okay, okay. I would say, um, as a guitarist of my level... Yes. And the nerves that I would feel. Would you have lyrics on stage? Would you have an or an auto cue up there? No, this is a world Or would where... you keep it true to the swan and forget the words? For me, either way, if I remember them all, happy days. If I forget them, I can say it was it's a, a tribute, tribute to the swan. Yeah. An, an homage. Yeah, if I forget that. Oh, lovely. A homage. <laughs> yes, homage. A fromage. Yes, a fromage friend. I probably would take a yogurt up just in case. Just in case you got hungry and needed something to settle needed, those nerves. Needed something, yes. An ointment. Mm, sure. I would want something that was unfuckupable, basically. Yeah, but are we are we living, start off are with. we living in a world where we we're not going to fuck it up? No, we're living in a world where you're you and I'm me. <laughs> Shit, I thought I was getting out of that world. As we, another plane God goes over the distance. over us on the flight path. Yeah, oh, we're right on the flight path now, and they, those boys are back. 
They're back big way. They are. Okay, so have you got a different choice if we live in a world where we're actually us? No, no, I'm not concerned. I'm, I, I've got full, full faith in my ability. Okay, so I would like to pick um, The Power of Equality. So there was two guitars on it, because I'm joining John on stage. Oh, okay, nice, nice, nice. As you nice, know, live nice, I nice. feel that the, the chorus suffers and, and sounds a bit empty. So just, I could be there to bolster out the chorus. Um, oh, come on, you're more than a bolsterer. I am more than a bolsterer. Scar tissue, I, scar tissue obviously would be an obvious choice no, for me. you've got multiple again. But I don't want to fuck it up, so I wouldn't do that because I know John's kind of strummy way of playing it is... is I would be nervous before I went on stage. So yeah. I want something I'm not going to worry about. Sure, sure. So, uh, can I just ask you a quick question? Yes. Have you ever seen the video of Coldplay playing where this does happen and they get a little lad up and he plays the piano? No, but I've seen lots of things where the Foo Fighters get it's people up or the other people. Yeah. It does happen, and when it works, it, it looks oh, good. It's incredible, yeah. I've seen them Foo's do a drummer, do, um, like, uh, they've had a Freddie Mercury guy up, they've had Kiss guy up. I mean, I don't want to say this, but I've seen Buble do it. Ooh. But he just steps aside, obviously, and lets this other guy sing. Thank God. I mean, what are you talking about? Michael Buble? Yes, Michael Bubbles. Yeah. But what happened to Bubbles? Why did he step aside? Well, because this other guy started singing and he was so good that Buble let him sing the whole song. How did this other guy get on stage? He was just in the crowd at the front. Okay, do some golden content quickly. Michael Buble is a singer of such songs as 1, 2, 3, 4 and 6, 7, 8, 9. Well, I see you're not a Buble fan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I wouldn't go for something that I could screw up. Sure. So... Potential options of the stuff they're likely to play is Give It Away. Yeah. It's pretty much unfuckable. Um, University Speaking would be a great tribute to the podcast. That's easy, easy, easy. Oh, yeah, that would be nice, wouldn't it? So we could do that together. I suppose we could. So get Bin off, say, say to them, right. Bin off the Swan and John. Off you boys go. We're going to play with these boys. Mm. But I'm, for want of a better phrase. But I am not going to go for that. No. I'm going to go for this Velvet Glove. Fine. In the style of when Josh was playing the acoustic guitar on it, which would yeah. be me, and John's playing the lead electric part. Yeah. So I love the tune. Uh, oh, that, it's a fantastic tune. Yeah. And uh, that got picked last week on, or the week before, on the or the fortnight before the fortnight before on John's uh, best moments from his second era. So I'd love to be there as and actually adding something to the song that needs to be played live. No, no, that would be nice. That and um, yeah, as you say. That is a nice choice and something slightly different. Yeah, something a little bit different. Okay, so thank you, Aidan, for that question. In we come then with a question from Jonathan Macker, a man who knows more about the mitten state than either of us combined. And by that I mean both of us combined. Yes. <laughs> well, sorry, I was just filling off a, a finishing off a... A slice of trenery toast. Absolutely, and I was saying cinnamon. Mm, sure. Um, so that's why I, I could If I talk. say sure again, yeah. slap me in the face. Okay, fine. <laughs> well, you're, you're miles away, and I won't. But I will say this. Income, Jonathan's question. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just to clarify, do you really want me to slap you in the face? No, but I've just been wary that I've been saying sure a lot tonight. Okay, can you just do some... Uh, uh, mitten steak content while I have a mouthful of beer. Well, of course, the Trenary Toast is world famous, but most famous for being eaten in the Mitten State, which is, of course, Michigan. Well done, that was great. Okay, Jonathan's question is, 
Maybe High Fidelity it. Top five, side one, track one from all Pepper and Pepper-related JFL albums. Mm. Interesting. I'm going to stick... I think we can do a separate question in another era when we do a JF episode about the JF albums. The two of mine are JF. Right. <laughs> okay, well, Based I've Based st- on the question. I've st- Don't control the question. No, I won't control the question. I'll let the question control me. Yeah, good. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm putty in Jonathan's hands. So far, we've had choose one song. Ben chooses three. Then I completely Then, then, John, then the next question. Fine. I'm going to add a couple of Johns in. You don't have to. No, just... I'm go- no, I'm going to. I... No, you can't change it now. Yes, I can, because I didn't actually consider John when I was, when I was thinking Why about not? it. Why not? I said to you Pepper-related, oh, and blah, you said it's all blah, Pepper-related. blah, blah. Okay, just had a quick think about uh, yes. my, f- my uh, favourite John opener. About that, indeed. Okay, then. Go for it. What have you got for me? Well, we'll do one at a time. We'll, we'll alternate. I was going to say in no particular order. Okay. Well, then I put them in an order. Okay, we'll go for it. I, mine are not in an order. Ah. But they do appear to be in vague release order. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, see, I see how you thought about this question. Hey, is that the order yours are in? No. Okay. What's, um, what's your number five, then? From five. I'm going for Going Inside. What a tune. to record only water. What a tune. It's a great song. It's a song that I... Well, a song and an album that I initially overlooked um, for a few years, but then got deep, deep into. It's a song that you can see John playing live from the time it was released and being able to see him sort of coming back into the public eye and playing his own stuff. It was fantastic. And it's just a great song. It's raw... Um, but you know that's the nature of the of the album, really. But it's just a brilliant song. Okay, I'll allow it. It's insanity. Why? But I will allow it, given all the choices that you had. But you know, it's your opinion. Exactly. It's for you. It's for me. It's in your IMHO. It is. I will go for as as in, in no particular order. Good time, boys. Nice. GTB. Yes. What a way to kickstart the milk of the mother. Uh, it really says, here's a new era. This is what it sounds like. But this is what it's going to... This, this is what, is it, what sounds it sounds like, like yeah. for now. It yeah. won't sound like this for very long. No. Um, but it did sound like that then. That was brilliant. And I actually recently watched a video of them playing it in practice. Oh, right, okay. And it's, it was great. Of the era? Of, of the era, yeah. Okay, cool. What's your next one then? My next one is Warped. Warped. <laughs> yes. Okay. Again, going back to my first experiences with the Chilies, we've spoken in, at length about how One Hot Minute played an integral part in our development of fandom of the Chilies. Yeah. Together, One Hot Minute was a very important album. And having listened to Warped extensively over the last couple of weeks for, for last week's episode... It snuck in. I agree with everything you just said. I too have picked Warped. I think it is an exceptional song. It's a hell of, again, it's a hell of a way to kickstart an album. And it, it's another song that's saying, "This is the new era." This is the new era. This, this is, is what, what we it sound sounds like. like. We won't sound like this for very long, <laughs> but this is what we sound like now. <laughs> exactly. All right. What's your it's next? Good time, boys. Part two. Without without without, without being anything it. like it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number three. I've gone for. 
Carvel. I did not see that coming. I didn't see you picking the first song off Shadows. No. I have to say that. I had to do it, uh, as Pete Moore said, because Pete Moore very kindly put forth his opinion. Let's give this. let's give Pete his plug here, let's shall we? Let's give Pete his juice. Let's give Pete his let's give P his P. I say as I find and P's there, P. Pete Moore on databackwriter.com. I see what he's done there. It's clever. Did his very own version called Special Secret Top 5 Inside. Mm, nice. Did you see what he's done I there? See what he's done there. Lovely. So go out there, check it. What a blog. Really interesting. And we've said this before. But I find Pete to be a really interesting and creative writer. He, honestly, it's always enthralling. And actually, I just, in awe of it, really, because it makes me wish that I could write like that. Ah, same there. And I enthralling's, always wonder... Enthralling's a really good word, actually. Yeah, thank you. I always wonder, like, does he just does it just come out like that? Because obviously, a lot of it's over Twitter for us, and so it just like God, Pete can just like do that, and all I write is all right. Yeah, how you doing? Yeah, retweet. Yeah, hashtag hashtag whatever. Something or other. Yeah. Anyway, go and check it out. Well done, Pete. Databackwriter dot com. I say with complete conviction, but I will just oh. check that out. Anyway, Databackwriter dot com. Special so, secret top five inside. Do go and check it out. Are you going to give Pete a quick shout out for what he chose? No, I'm just saying people go and pick. Oh, they can. They people can. go and read that. Fine, themselves. read it yourselves. Yeah, we're not going to ruin it. I'm driving. Christ. I'm driving. No, people drive. Drive them to it. To databackwriter.com. Well, it's, it's a staggering choice. Some staggering choices. Yeah. So be surprised. Be amazed. Yeah. And be enthralled. Yeah, please do. All right. So is it? We've both picked Warped. Is it me to pick another one? I've gone for Carvel. Yeah, okay, so it's me to pick a next one. Yeah. I've gone for John Frusciante one here. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Um, one of my favourite Frusciante songs, definitely my number one, number one Frusciante song. Yes. And that's Dissolve from the DCEP. Mm. A song that I absolutely adore. It's it does. that lovely, crunchy Marshall sound. Uh, in theory, if it's not a Marshall, it's a lovely, crunchy amp sound. Yeah. Um, I love the guitar solo in it. It's one of John's best and the outro is phenomenal. So Dissolve, for me, is a hell of a song. If you want to hear me talk about it in deeper depth, and I say me, I mean us, Yeah, uh, go to that episode. We've done the DCP. I know, it's a shame, isn't it? Looking back at all this, I was just thinking, can't we go back and do some of these things again? <laughs> well, we're reducting one hot minute, I know. We can't listen, redux everything. No, well, we will redux whatever people ask us to redux. So if there's anything <laughs> out there that people would like us to cover again... Please oh, let us know, because we'll do it. We'll do it. He says he says he won't. He didn't say that, but we will do it. So just ask. Your wish is our command. What's your next one? Next one is... Do you want a beer while I'm here? Number yes. Number yes? Number yes is... Hold on. It's Power of Equality. Oh, baby boy. That was almost there for me, and I'm glad you've picked it. Yeah, well, these two and one are both uh, songs uh, of their time and how they hit me at that time. Blood Sugar, first time I ever heard it. Blood Sh- In fact, Power of Equality is the first Red Hot Chili Pepper song I ever knowingly listened to as a Red Hot Chili Pepper song. I may have heard others before this, but this was the first song that I knew was a Red Hot Chili Pepper song mm. when I listened to it. For that reason... I classify it as the first Red Hot Chili Pepper song I've, I ever heard. Fine. And you're so confident in that opinion that you hit the table I had to finger. hit the board. Okay, good one. The Power of Quality is a great opener. It's a great opener with we, special, we special meaning. And we can't talk about it too much. 
No, but it, 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 suffice to say, it's a great opening with special meaning. Exactly. I'm not saying I like it. What, the meaning of the song? Because you've the just song. said you like the song. I'm saying it's a great opener with special meaning. Ah, okay, but of course you're not saying you like I'm it. I'm not saying I I've like it. I've got you. I've got you. Now, my next one is... Well, Warped, but we've done that. So, my next one is By The Way, from the album By, By The, the way. way. It's a hell of a way to kickstart an album. It is. It's, it's not. And, and it's not a new era, but I really... I think when we first heard this song, it was when they released... Um, when they released this, it was like nothing I'd heard before. Of course. It was such an odd front... Uh, odd choice as, well, a, as yeah. a lead single which I think even the band have said initially we didn't like it did we, we or, or we didn't jump all over it no 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 no, we didn't but it was I remember back to think to listen to those songs with you oh, I remember what? where the computer was when we were trying to download mm, them back o lounge um, yeah and what a what a tune such a big big chorus and it and it gives me goosebumps just thinking about it or it might it is chilly it is in quite this garage, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one or the other. Yeah. Um, what a tune, by the way, for me. Yeah, I, well, I actually inadvertently selected six. Okay. Um, and then numbered five. And by the way, was the one that didn't get numbered, so oh, it didn't make it. Well, slip, slip out your... Number one for me is Around the World. Really? Yeah, again. What a way to kick off an album. What a way to kick off an album. It's a, it's a, it's a song that says, this is what we sound like now yeah this is a new era our, <laughs> <laughs> um but again the, you know this was john coming back the, the high i mean for those who weren't there it was an unbelievable announcement well we all know what it feels like now of course because it's happened again but in the first instance it was just truly unbelievable and obviously everything that he had been through and everything that the band had gone through in those intervening years was added to the anticipation and then when it came out it was wonderful wonderful to hear at that stage that John Frascanti was back was great no, news no. for us wasn't it it was John, John Frascanti's coming back John Frascanti from Blood Sugar Sex Magic's coming back Nick uh, shout out to Nick our brother Nick our brother lives in Japan he ran down to my I was in bed he ran down to my bedroom and gave me the news how far away was that well, my bedroom was on. It the, was the bottom of that corridor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he ran down, the, he ran down to my room and, and told me that. What it, did he say? John Frescanti's come back. John Frescanti's coming back, and I said, I sort of woke up and went, "What? What?" I was American. Yeah, at the that. time you're American. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean? I don't understand, man. He said, "John Frescanti's John Frescanti's coming back." Oh, great! Oh, that's fantastic, man. I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> what a what a tale! That's basically how it unfolded. What a tale that was told. And then you told me, I remember, um, the next night, you ran down to my bedroom. <laughs> I ran and, up to your bedroom. Yeah, and you said, John Frescanti's come back, and I'm saying, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what, man? Yeah. I'm trying to get some sleep, he said, John Frescanti's back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we were, but when we both, when I woke up the next morning, and we both were, were awake, and we, we were both knew, yeah. and we could talk about it. Yeah, it was yeah, incredible. Great time to be alive. Yes. So, uh, and it's a great song. And then, of course, we heard Purple Stain, and all became clear. We heard Purple Stain and we felt terribly embarrassed. Hmm. Well, we didn't tell anyone about it at the time. That was when I stopped being American. Hmm. That's when I, too, made the decision to stop being American. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's it for you then. So I've got one more. Yes. My last one is The Getaway. Yeah, I mean, that intrigues me. A song that I truly, truly love. It's got such a wonderful harmony. I love the guitar lines in it. I love the, um, 
I love the bass, the way the bass comes in so heavy on the single notes at the beginning. It's a song that really grabbed me on that getaway first listen. Mm. And if only the rest of the album had stood up to that kind of quality, um, then it would have been an album that I listened to more. Mm. But, but it ain't. But it does, to, for me, IMHO, um, certainly of the two Josh albums, as you know, um, I'm With You is by far the stronger. Well, I have to say I'm with you on that. Mm. And I have to say the getaway. <laughs> <laughs> Here we come storming into a question from Jonathan Tartplay. Thank you, Jonathan, for this. He asks, have you not got this ready to read out? I thought it was your turn to read it out. No, I'm not reading out any of the questions. Omj. Well, can you read one out? No. Fine. Jonathan asks, favourite or most memorable extra features that have come with singles, albums or DVDs, e.g. photos, written pieces from band members, something on the credits and CD inserts, booklets and so on. I've got a couple to go for here. Have you got something firmly fixed in your mind? Well, I, I have. It's it's a bit of a cop-out, but it's just something that I absolutely love to flick through. Go on. Um, I do have a slight penchant, mm, if you will, lovely. for the Swan's handwriting. Well, we all have a slight penchant for the Swan's handwriting. <laughs> yes. And uh, it's, it's actually pronounced penchant. Sure. So. Sure. Oh, no. That's too... <laughs> Whoa, help me help me somebody i'm in trouble here i'm in deep trouble um deep deep trouble deep trouble um bart simpson and the other things i love are firstly pictures of the band sure and pictures <laughs> pictures of the band members tattoos ah so i i, I think I'm, i think i'm on your wavelength there and so for that reason one of my favorite things to flick through whenever i get the chance <laughs> Whenever you get a chance, <laughs> yes. But you, you've got loads of time to do it. Oh yeah, and I do. I know I for do, a fact. I do it regularly. In about half an hour's time, we're going to be sat watching University of Scotland. Yes, that's an opportunity for you to flick through this thing. No, it isn't. That, I'll be watching the football at that point. Fine. So uh, what I what I could do and what I might well do is put it next to the toilet. Right. Okay. <laughs> oh, then then I can flick through it too, and I go. We, we everyone could. Uh, what is it? <laughs> it is the Blood Sugar Sex Magic CD booklet. Now, I love it for all of those reasons. I love, I, A, I love bands who put the lyrics in, book, in CD booklets. Yes. I just think it's fair, fair play. Mm. B, I love the Swan's handwriting. Yeah, of course. Three, I love looking at the band at, at that time. Yeah, oh, young John, to me, sometimes looks too young in those photos. Yeah, he's very lippy in, in, <laughs> in, in that particular too, shot. Too lippy. Too lippy. The swan looks like Gary Sharon. Lovely to see. Which is fine. Well, that's more than fine. And Flea and Chad are just honest to goodness. Well, Chad looks like a motorbiker who loves steak. Yeah. And Flea looks like uh, a younger Flea. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then all of those tats, man, that's what I love. That's mm. one of my highlights. Because those tats in those days were all in peak condition. Well, I will... I'll mirror kind of what you said, because mine isn't anything extra special either. And I love the Swan's handwriting, and I love the fact that a lot of the albums contain that. Mm. But actually, my favourite um, booklet inside a CD or a or record is doesn't feature the Swan's own handwriting. No, and that that is the one hot minute uh, insert booklet, the more childlike scroll. 
Well, no, the calligraphy I call Oh, sorry, I, sorry. No, I, I thought you were going to say something else, and then I realised that you hadn't said what I thought what, you were going to say. What did you think I was going to say? I don't know. Maybe you'll, Have you chosen two again? No. Oh, just one. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think you know me, and you know what I'm going to go for next. No, but you're only allowed one, so... Uh, no, cho- I'm, I will have a... I think you were thinking I was going to say the greatest hits insert. I think that's what I thought you were going to say. Okay. Uh, yeah, that is great as well. Fine. And that's really good because it, it gives you an insight into what John was thinking at the time. But I love the uh, the album artwork for One Hot Minute. I love the calligraphy that was used. You must have thought, hang on, John doesn't use calligraphy. <laughs> well, this is where I suddenly realised I'd gone down. The, I was talking about the more childlike squirrel. <laughs> Uh, of, uh, and then you were talking about the wonderful artwork in the One Hot Minute. Yeah, and the calligraphy. The calligraphy. Uh, so absolutely love all of the artwork across all of those little vignettes as we discussed um, ooh, last week. When it, last, last fortnight ago, yeah. Mm. Last week's In reality, us, yeah. it was a week today. Mm. Yesterday. Time tomorrow. has become incredibly tomorrow. condensed for us. Uh, we've recorded so much in the past few weeks. It's been an absolute pleasure. It has been, but imagine our despair when we don't record again for about six weeks. I know. Well, I'm sorry, but I'm, I am going on Hollis. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go for, um, yeah, the uh, the one hot minute booklet. Mm, I'm, I'm going to give honourable mentions to things that aren't quite what Jonathan asked for, because uh, I'm going to talk about a couple of books. Of course, fine. a big shout out to our our um, podcast listener and friend Dan Bo- Dan Bogosian. Oh, a cracking a cracking man. And the book is uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers FAQ. So it's a great book. If you haven't come back, for example, if like Silly Goose, you haven't listened for a while, but you're back, or unlike Silly Goose, you're a new listener who's never listened, but you're here, mm. then go and buy Dan Bogosian uh, RHCP FAQ. Yes, we love it. I believe it's all that's left to know about the world's most popular alternative band. Rock band. There you go. Uh, yeah, we loved it. It's, I've got it in my bag at the moment. And we had that. Yes, it comes up every week. We had Dan on the show. He was an absolute pleasure. No, it was a diamond. It was a diamond. We did a horror movie section at the end, which was a real pleasure. A diamond geezer. Yeah, a diamond geezer. Um, and, of course, the other book that I really enjoy is uh, Body Parts that was sent to us by Tom Pope. Oh, um, crikey Moses. A really good read. And a shout-out to Tom Pope. Thank you so much for that, mate. We mm. always appreciate it. Whenever Wonderful. I look up to my shelf and pull it, um, pull it off... Oh, uh, <laughs> he really does love. I that really book. do like that book. <laughs> okay, next question comes in from the fabulous Pete Moore, and it's very simple. What's your favourite swan noise? Ooh, lovely little question. Um, of course, we all know that a swan has the power to uh, break a man's arm with one swipe of its wing. <laughs> That is all too true. Dangerous animals. It's for that reason I don't let anyone I know ever go near swans. And if I do ever see a swan, I make sure to walk at least 100 yards away from it. Very similar story I have with cows in the new forest. I never look a cow in the eye, or it's a plural, in its eyes, uh, simply because they're so dangerous and they can kill you, or they will kill you. Well, I didn't even know cows had eyes, hmm. because I've never looked at one. Never looked at a cow full in the face. Never. Okay, so let's get to what is our favourite swan noise. So let's first of all think about just noises and some vocalisation. So what, what have you got up your sleeve? Up my sleeve this evening, Yes, I'm going to go for the noise he, starts, he makes at the start of Charlie when he goes... 
Hmm. Great noise. That's a great swan noise. It's a bit like that. Yeah. I, I like the early... I'm I didn't do that, by the way, when we performed in the lukewarms. No, you didn't have the, the necessary... Didn't have the gumption. No, you didn't. Very good word. Lacked the requisite gumption to make that particular noise. Yes. Um, I'm going to talk about a bit of vocalising. In the earlier albums on stuff like Skinny Sweaty Man, there's some more cartoonish style deliveries. These are noises. They are noises, Ben. But, um, uh, yeah, he'd adopt a character maybe just for a single line sometimes. Yes, which uh, I think is, is, you know, such was his, his, his way back, back in those days. I do like uh, things like the rolled R's that he does. Uh, give it away is a good example of the old rolled R's. Can you do it? Gray. No. Well, the rolled away, give it 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 away now. Oh, very good. Yeah, so it's give it away, give it away, give, give it away, give it away. I can't, I'm not very good. My tongue is not it as lacks the requisite agile. gumption. It does. <laughs> my tongue lacks, my tongue, <laughs> my tongue lacks the requisite gumption to make that particular noise. It does. Um, uh, what else do I think? I like his sh noise. So, like, lickety split goes snap, snap. Yes, yes, indeed. Yeah, that's, uh, that's nice. When it's not being over overdone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, when he uses it properly, and he gets and he delivers it, and he builds up his own particular style of gumption. Shh. Yes, it's, yeah. It's sorry, I was stuff. just going to see if I could do the shh noise and the roll dars in the same noise. Difficult, but I think shh. that's the signature sound. Sorry, no, you can't. No, I mean you, lack, you can do that. You can make that noise. I'll tell you what you lack. Yeah, uh, the, the gumption. The gumption uh, to pull it off. Um, so I think I will go for. Uh, and also, if you're vocalising on things like My Lovely Man, his outbursts are fantastic. The yeah that leads into John's fantastic guitar solo yes. is, oh, definitely. is, is life-affirming. I'm going for well-used and delivered shh noises. Okay, and I've already said what I'm going for. Fine. Um, but mm. what I do like to say about, and I will... Mm. Well, good England. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> is... The end of My Lovely Man. I know you're not necessarily keen on the end of My uh, Lovely Man, but I love it at the very end when he just goes... Boop, boop, boop. When he goes... Bom, bom, bom. Oh, that's a good swan noise. Yeah, I like that. Cool. All right. Well, well, we'll leave it there then, shall we? I think that would be a perfectly valid place to leave it. And I, can, I think you're right. So we will leave it there. Here we go. Let's do the sponsor, shall we? I'd absolutely love to. I am sponsored by podcast loyal podcast supporter. Ooh, it's a little. It's gone a little bit toxic now, though. No, we won't mention that. Of then. course, we, we won't mention it. We're getting trouble, do we? With who? Brewdog refused to sponsor us. They didn't. Well, I am sponsored by Brewdog. I've got a can of punk in my hand. I'm going to take a massive mouthful. Go for it. <laughs> we know. We all know that you like it. That is exceptional. Okay, well, I'm sponsored by Carling. They've done nothing wrong. <laughs> well, as far as we know. <laughs> as far as we know. Well, apart, I'm from sure produce, I'll apart from produce absolutely garbage lager. <laughs> I'm sure it'll come out later. I'm also sponsored by... I, as the house ambassador was driving me up to your house earlier on, I tried to infiltrate one stop to buy a bag of Skittles. Yeah. I had no mask. I could not enter. Did so, you? I've done that before. and you, I, I kind of loitered outside thinking how I could get in. I didn't even bother. And they realised I couldn't. I went to the house ambassador. Who didn't was, you even do this? 
No, and sort of approach the door. No, because people do. That. What's the point? No, you can't. I could have done that, but I wouldn't have got in. I said to, to the HA, "Have you got a mask on you?" She didn't. It became clear I was in big trouble. Um, then, truth be told, mm. heads up to the house to your wife, my wife, who said, "Do you want me to drive you to one stop?" Yeah. Um, I said yes, and then we found a bag of of, of nuts. Which I thought would fill that particular gap. A not, lovely, not sweet enough. A lovely... No, not as sweet as... A lovely bag of Tesco's mixed a nuts. A lovely bag of Tesco's mixed nuts. Cracked into them. They're unsalted. What, who buys unsalted nuts? I buy unsalted nuts, Ben, because I have a little pot of nuts every day at work. I um, tried to salt the nuts mm. with some small grain salt. Now, I, I will tell you this. The little pot of unsalted nuts that I eat at lunchtime every day at work is the, one of the highlights of my day. Because the other things I have for lunch are a banana. Right. And a satsuma. Mm. All of which so far are better than an unsalted nut. And two rivita, one of which is plain, one of which... <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Who are you? One of, Who are you, health boy? One of which has a either a, a triangle of laughing cow on it or a triangle of seriously strong. You're a sick, sick man. Do you have a a Rovita out the packet with nothing on it for your lunch? Well, I used to split the laughing cow or the seriously strong triangle over two, but then I discovered that if you if you take the burn and eat eat a plain Rovita, the joy of the full triangle on one Rovita is something to behold. What about this? Have two Rovitas, <laughs> yeah, both with some cheese on. No. I'm only allowed one triangle a day. <laughs> Who made these rules up? Me. Fine. Okay. Uh, oh, my God. So, um, back to my nuts. Right, now you can understand why I enjoy the unsalted nuts so much. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It must be, it must be manna from heaven. They're delicious. I salted them. Now what I've got is a bowl of unsalted nuts with a lot of salt at the bottom of the bowl. Yes. Okay, so, next question is from uh, our, the wonderful Dan Boyd, who we are going to, in shortly, in 25 minutes, going to be arch enemies with. By the time this comes out, it will be weeks after the fact. But I'll say this to you, Dan Boyd. You're going down, motherfucker. You're going down. (laughs) (laughs) And But uh, but good luck. Yeah, uh, very much the best of luck. And may it be a fair and honest game. A fair and honourable game. Mm, That's what I meant. And let's hope we don't completely destroy you. We will. Okay, I'm going to so, go on record now and say 4-0 England. That's a big shout. Yeah. I'll say 3-1 England. Okay. Okay. And when Scotland win 2-1 or something... Well, we, we, we like can complete. delete it. We can delete it. I'm We're, not deleting it. No, we can't. All honest, all of the time. Yeah. Okay, so Dan says, not related to chilies, which is cool, because I did ask for questions about anything. Yes. Are either of you guys into video games? I've written a, a short answer to this okay well i've put down a few options my answer hang on well shall i go first if you've got a short answer yes i'll give you a couple of options okay yes dan i am into video games or i was into video games i'm not so much now fine i'll name a couple of classics sure ah Uh, but i beg your pardon i said sure again (laughs) all right okay um the sega master system was what an era! A great era to be alive, and one of my one of my favourite games of that era was World Soccer. World Soccer. Another one of my favourites was the Ninja. Yeah, absolutely a brilliant game. The Ninja was awesome. Also, Fantasy Zone, but even better than Fantasy Zone, 
Fancy Zone Part 2. Yes, The Return of Opa Opa. Yeah, and I've watched uh, Fancy Zone Part 2, The Return of Opa Opa on a playthrough on YouTube quite a lot over the past few weeks. I think I've gone weird. Yeah, well, that's fine. Great game, but you're right, The Ninja was a belter. And so was Action Fighter. Action Fighter was more limited. The, the great, the joy of the Ninja was um, was Action Fighter. I mean, where they, you, they were all limited. <laughs> <laughs> was that, was Action Fighter where you turn from a car to a plane? Yeah, or yeah, that was a good game. And, well, I tell you, that, that was a good game. A limited classic was Afterburner. That was too I mean, limited. That was very I mean, limited. By limited, you go in a straight line and you can make three manoeuvres. <laughs> three manoeuvres, <laughs> and all that changes is the background. Yeah, it's very terrible. much in the same in the same vein as. Um, that f- the very first car game, Outrun. That was li- in the same way. There's basically a time trial, and you'd go through. Oh uh, right, yeah. So you I have was, to get to the checkpoints. I was thinking of Hang On, which was the motorbike game that we had on the card. Uh, Hang On was the same, the same thing really, yeah. but on a motorbike. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Mars System was good for me. What have you got as an option? Well, I've written yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all you've written? Yes. Right. Well, there you um, go, Dan. I, 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 not only did I play video games in the late 80s, early 90s, uh, and through to the 2000s, I then Wait. had... I, I didn't have a PlayStation. I had an N64. Um, oh, well, let's talk about the N64 for a second. We've got to... The, the hours and hours that we spent playing Goldeneye and, and Diddy still, Kong Racing. Yeah, and we still do. Well, we bought an N64, didn't we? Yeah, we... On the eBay. Yeah. So we do play Diddy Kong We racing. still play to this day. I then didn't have a PlayStation. I then did, when I was a student, had a, a, a PS3. Yeah. A PS2, sorry. Yeah, because when you came home, I split the cost of a PS3, a PS3. with you, didn't I? Because yeah. we were playing Evo so much. So we got back into it. I then had another break for a couple of years where my PS3 broke. And now I've got a PS5 and I play most days. I mean, my, my selection of games is limited. I play mostly uh, Battlefield, Call of Duty and Pro Evolution Soccer. Yeah. Do you play Pro, Pro Evo just with other people who are physically there? No, I also play online. Nerd! Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I do. I, I game regularly. And extensively. Extensively. Well, not extensively, no. But regularly. Regularly, yes. (laughs) Sure. Um, I'm going to go back to some of the the old classics I used to like playing with you. Big shout out to Sensible Soccer. Great game. We spent hours playing that. Those corners you could take and the the banana shots you could do. Yeah. Oh, 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 no. You're you're not thinking of Microsoft Soccer. I think I'm thinking about Sensible Soccer. The banana. The the ones where the game that you could score from the corner flag was Microsoft Soccer. Was it? So, but Sensi was a little overhead one where you could... Yeah, yeah, Sensi was a, was a different game. So what was the one where you'd run down the wing, cross it in? The one where you could score from a particular point just inside your own half was Sensi. I mean, Sensi's a great yeah. game. Yeah, okay, well, I'm going to go with Sensi. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm going to say Zombies. Uh, Nazi Zombies, zombies on, Nazis, especially Nazis. the earlier versions of Nazi Zombies we used to play probably now, like, eight, seven, eight years ago. Yeah, the zombie. Well, I mean, the zombie feature on the Treyarch... Call of Duty releases went from being a sort of minor that one thing level that we to, used to play over and over again. Yeah, uh, Nacta Untoten to being an absolute craze and something that's now it's gone beyond something that I play. But it, I mean, it was it was brilliant. But we again, it's something we spent hours playing. What's the what's the level that we love where we uh, end up in that cage with massive yeah, guns? Just there, there are there is yeah. 
Well, a belter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. It was End up every time backed against a wall with some incredibly powerful guns. Just Bit massive guns. Slaughtering zombies shooting, as they run towards us. Uh, I reload. Till we run out of ammo. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure that was the. Constantly jumping out of windows. That's not the tactic. But because we never got. Like, we thought we did got quite far. But if you look online, people get to ridiculous levels. Yeah. That. But we enjoyed. No, oh, we enjoyed it. We enjoyed getting our backs up against a wall and shooting yeah, loads of zombies. Yeah, that's, that's what the zombie apocalypse is all about. Exactly. Now, Dan's also gives us a Chili's related question. Yes. What do you want to hear from the new album? Is basically what it is, but I will give it its um, its due, of course. In terms of Chili's related question, what vibe do you like to see the new album have? Something more funk based, more stadium rock, something punky, or something totally different? Samuel, the Townsend, what have you got? Well, my gut says BSSM two. <laughs> <laughs> But in reality, <laughs> I'm just thinking, let it hang loose, lads. Let it be organic. Let it be truthful. Let it be what 2021 is for those four men. I am going to err on the side of caution. Yes, caution. And say that, of course, the funk is where I want it to be. But I do just want it to be, you know, a new a new album, which it will be inevitably. Hmm. That's not, that's not in doubt. <laughs> that's not in question. I want it to, to, to be a statement which says, this is a new era. This is what, this we what it sounds like. like. <laughs> but it won't be for long. But it won't be for long. Because it might be the last album. Exactly. Now, um, when you uh, talked about Caution earlier, mm. what might you do with such a thing? Oh, you might throw it to the wind. Now, I am hoping for something a little bit more stripped back than what we've got on Stadium. Where I felt it, play. it went a bit too far. Um, I, I want to hear the fingers on the strings. I want to hear what John Frusciante in this era sounds like playing the guitar. Because there was a rumour it was just going to be, he was going to play all on one guitar. I've heard that rumour. It doesn't seem to be true, given the fact that there's been shots at Chasper up with loads of guitars and shot. But I want to hear something a little bit more raw than what we've got at Stadium. Um, I want to hear the, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Hmm. Um, I want to hear where the band are now. You can't predict what's going to come, but something slightly less produced than Stadium. Would be lovely, yeah. Something yeah. more in line. And actually, probably, I'm hoping for something less, as much as I love, by the way. It's up there either at the top of the tree for me or number two on that particular tree. I'm hoping for something more in, in the Cali vibe, I think. Hmm. Yeah. Or the Cali blood sugar. A mix of Cali and blood sugar. Whatever they come out with. Well, as we all do, we'll embrace it, won't we? We always do. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. But it, the, the, my my want is for something that we can all really sink our teeth into and feel involved with, in a in a way which you know isn't possible as easily with something that's really highly polished. Lovely stuff, mate. Let's move on. Okay, we come into some questions from uh, the wonderful Hamish Duncan, erstwhile of RHCP Sessions. Go and check out that particularly wonderful website. Uh, Hamish comes in with a couple that we are going to get into right now as I bring them up. Favourite live recordings at Aunt Slane Castle? Well, it's Chili's related, of course. Of course. So, therefore, top of my list is... One, two, three, ATP. Oh, baby boy. Yes, of course. I was there. 
Yep, you fed a, a, a bird some butter, etc., etc. Oh man, so it was wonderful. Yeah, ATP for you then? Is that your top one? <sighs> yes, I watched it all the way through just this weekend. Yes, you did. Loved it. Well, I'm going to go for. Um, I think one of my favourites is Alcatraz. Very good, superb gig. But I think the one for me that uh, that really has some personal value is live uh, from the Olympia in 2002. Yes. Because that's the one where we would spend hours stood in the lounge, me playing a guitar that had no strings, using a bit of pipe, and we and we personally bonded. We, we PB'd. Yeah. And, uh, and of course, it was when uh, good old uh, shout-out to Dave Story, wonderful man and podcast listener. Great man. Uh, but it was the first time I met his girlfriend who is now his wife and she sat and watched, watched us perform in that in that fashion to something on the telly for for an hour and a half or she how long it is she, she certainly <laughs> did okay um uh, hamish says uh chili's worst song for me it's obvious go for it naked in the rain i've put naked in the rain as well and for me i've also put Detroit. Yeah, that's fair enough as well. And I'll also go for this Tonga Bonga. But I think Naked in the Rain is is not actually the worst chili song because no. I I do like some of it. I mean, mm. I like the chorus. Mm. However, it's a low point on an otherwise brilliant album and Exactly. So I think it gets over overly criticised. Overly criticised, yeah. But I'm still going to go for it. I'm still going for Detroit because I just think it's garbage. And I don't like this Tonga Bonga. Uh, I've got a squeaky chair. Oh, my God. Don't point it out. No one else will hear it. What interest do you have, musical or otherwise, because of the Red Hot Chili Peppers? I have developed a deep and sincere love for the music of John Fashante. That's true enough, and that was off the back and of the And that all came, came out of listening to the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm sure there are many other people who've gone down the same path. So that's one thing that's been a real plus point in my life, if yeah. you can call it that. I can call it that. Yeah. Uh, one thing that really, that we did because of the chilies, and int- an interest that we have because of chilies, was the lukewarm chili peppers, of course. Yes, we played together in that band, and we've played together numerously we've over the years. A lot of chilies music in a number of, with a number of people across a different variety of uh, mediums, media. Yes, <laughs> mainly the same medium. Yeah, there's mainly music. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we played a lot of chilies music together, and I think the lukewarms was uh, we had some great we had some great times. Yeah, we um, did playing we- with. Um, with, those, with the with, men who who shall remain nameless. Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, and not only that though, that then fed into other musical ventures that we've that we've undertaken over the years. Yeah. Most recently, playing under the, the name of Ben Townsend Music. Yes. Yeah, we did. We did that charity gig at um, Hangar Farm with Scott. Yes, a man who shall remain nameless. Yeah, but podcast ambassador, and yes. he and he's bought two T-shirts. He has bought one. Ah. I bought him the other one. In fact, I bought, it, I bought both of them for him. You generous fuck. Yeah, well, one was for his birthday and the other one... He, he has just, two T-shirts. He just hasn't he, paid me for. No, sure. But, uh, you know, I'll be seeing him tomorrow, so... Um, oh, I've just had a message in from Californication, our friend Callie. Ah, Callie, yes. It says, Brecky tomorrow, so I shall be at BB's. Excellent news. Cannot wait. 
have to remember to respond to him before he goes to sleep, which is what happened last week. Do we do another Hamish? Because Hamish sent us a lovely lot. Oh, yeah. You get one act as band management. What do you do? Well, what do you do? Well, I've told him what to do. I've told him what to do. Well, I'm telling you what to do. Mm. Which is? More interaction or communication with the fans about mm. what the hell is going on. Oh, God, And yeah. keep people involved. And informed. That's it. Just, it would do the band... The world of good. Yeah, exactly. People want to hear about what's going on. Little updates about the recording. People would lap it up. They'd look like a kitten. On a bowl of milk. Yeah. <laughs> now, what, what have you gone for? I've gone for something slightly less technical. I've gone for, I would stamp down on the use of the word California in songs. Ah, uh, would you? Is that a management decision to be made? <laughs> it is now, if I'm in charge, yes. Fine, okay. I'd okay. pull the swan to one side and mm. say, listen, son, don't say California anymore. And do you think it'd obey you? I'm management. I think, I think he's got enough power. I'm management. Fine, I won't say California anymore. All right, thank you. It's what he'd say. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so thank you, Hamish, for those questions. And we move on again. And we move on to Nigel Kelly. Thank you for getting in touch, Nigel. One of the first people who emailed in. So always nice to hear from him. Hi, guys. So each of the current members of the band would rank highly on a lot of best ever drummers, bass, guitar, vocalist lists. But who do you think ranks highest, i.e. is Flea higher up as a bassist and Chad in the pantheon of drummers? Great question. Great question. Let's start by... Let's start at the bottom. Let's start by addressing the elephant in the room. Mm. And that elephant is a swan. Yes. God bless his soul. Love him as we do. He ain't no great. No, he is perfect for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yes. I'd go as far as to say that if uh, Baron von Munchausen yes. was to ejaculate a, Anthony Kiedis. the one of him being Anthony Kiedis yeah. onto a chessboard, then uh, Rick Rubin would be the perfect player for that particular board. Yeah. And, and the swan is perfect for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I, I cannot imagine another person doing what he does within this band to... Um, to make them what they are. No. And before we go any further, I think we should just also say, in, uh, in response to one of Hamish's questions, that we do an awful lot of podcasting about the Red Hot Chili Peppers, which we wouldn't have been doing unless we liked and knew about the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That surely That's has to be part true. of that it has to be t- ha- That has to be taken into account. So, we've stuck the swan on the chessboard and we're moving the board aside. Thank you. Goodbye. Yeah. Well, not goodbye. No, no, but see you in a minute. Yeah. At the very least. Yeah. Next up, we uh, John Frusciante frequently appears on list, you know, lists of great guitar players. Yeah, but no, as does, never as does Flea, as does Flea, less so on the guitar. Less so on the guitar. So therefore, I'm putting Chad at number three. Not to say that he's not a great drummer and he can't be considered as a true great because I think he can, but I just don't think he gets the recognition that those other two players do receive. Are we talking about the, the recognition that other people give them or the recognition that you give them? I'm talking about both. Okay. So, in worldwide recognition, you're saying Chad. Number three. And I, I would agree in worldwide recognition there. Chad is wonderful. He's brilliant. He's perfect. Okay, let's go through worldwide recognition and then we'll do our own personal recognition. Okay, well, then, so far, mine are in order. Okay, as are mine. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so let's do worldwide recognition number two. Okay. Uh, 
It's John, isn't it? It's John. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. He's a wonderful guitarist, but yeah. I think... And he does receive a lot of worldwide recognition. Yes, and he receives a lot of recognition from us. But I, I think in... Yeah, I think John is too in, the, uh, in this particular category. In this category, particular yeah. category. Yeah. Um, and so, so that puts number one. So here's the big surprise. We'll give it the old... On worldwide and personal recognition for both of us, <laughs> top, of the, top of the charts is Flea. Be interested to see what other people's um, stats are, both worldwide and personal. Yes. But I think that's probably going to be a common, a common list. Yeah. Unless, you ask, unless you ask JJ. And no, no, I think JJ would, would agree with that. You know, we, we've given Chad his due. He's, he's wonderful. Yeah. And we, we gave the Swan his due. Yeah. So now... Let's bring this one back into the mix, and he can be part of the party Welcome again. back. You're allowed back in. You are much lower than the others <laughs> in both worldwide and personal recognition. But Not personal, no, just, worldwide. just worldwide. Okay. Okay, so let's move on now as we rapidly approach two minutes to eight kickoffs in two yes. minutes. The Socials! Okay, okay, okay. Into the socials we go. My website is bentanzenmusic.net. Um, I am at, sta- at, sta- at, at Stack Townsend on Twitter. I thought you wanted to get through this quickly. Get through them. What are you? At Stack Townsend on Twitter. Tweet him at, at Stack Townsend. I am at University RHCP on Twitter. On Insta, I am University Speaking RHCP underscore pod. Get me there. If you want to see where all this madness is hosted, it's bentownsendmusic at hotmail.com. And we now do have to go... To watch the football. But if you're in Peru, thank get you in for touch. Listening. Yeah, thank you for listening. And we'll just say... But I still see it's ready for war. Gaza good as before. Sheer a certain to score. And Psycho screaming, three lines on the shirt. You're going down, Scotland. Jules remain still gleaming. Four nil. Are we doing the no more years or 30 years? We've stopped. <laughs> Two finger paint is not a sin. I put my middle finger in your monthly blood. Is what I win. I'm in your house. Now let me spin. On the power straight from a monte Say your lord loves got a John for shot They spit your head and spit the blanket She's two feet and I'm the patient